Hello everyone and welcome to Around the World in 80 Comedians. My name is Steve Healy and this is the first episode. And I've got a really bad block nose, so I apologise for that straight away. Hello. Anyway, the point of this podcast is to find out about different countries. Find out what countries are really like. I really enjoy travelling, but the thing is, sometimes when you get onto websites that describe countries, they're full of bullshit. So... The idea behind this podcast is we're trying to find out what different countries are really like through the eyes of the most observant creatures of all, comedians. For our first episode, we're going to Italy and specifically Bologna to meet Luca Capani. Now, Luca is an Italian comedian currently living in London and he's brilliant. I've gigged with him many, many times before. He's His first gig was at the uh, comedy store in London. It was the Gong Show and he won it. That was his first gig ever. Uh, he's also won the So You Think You're Funny competition in Edinburgh, and he performs all over the place, from Switzerland to Estonia, Latvia, Finland, Canada, and the USA. And he's recently been a regular guest on an Italian TV show called Zelig Time. He's brilliant. He's very, very funny. So without further ado, let's find out more about Italy and Bologna with Luca Capani. The food, British food I didn't know about, porridge. In Italy, we... Didn't... Well, in Italy, my, my uncle used to give it to his horse. But <laughs> when I moved here, they sell it to human beings. So I thought, That's, it's quite cheap. It, it lowers my cholesterol. It takes my happiness away. Hello, ciao. Good morning, Luca. Where are you right now? Uh, right now in London. And you live in London now, is that correct? Yes, yes. I'm, I moved to London almost five years ago. Me and Luca have, we know each other, we've gigged together many, many times. But Luca, why did you move to London? Originally, I wanted to pursue my career as an actor, because I trained okay. as an actor in, uh, in Italy. Okay. And, um, and then when I moved to London, because in London there are so many opportunities, you know, they do not just feature movie, but also um, commercials, music yeah. videos. There's a, the problem is that sometimes they, they really want Italian people because they need, a, you know, with the diversity. But I realized that uh, uh, although I sound very Italian, I don't yes. look much Italian. They, they told me that uh, I look more Eastern European, Polish. And wow. uh, so I, I was never casted because if you want to, let's say, sell a pizza, I, can't, <laughs> I sound like uh, Mario, but I look like Pavel trying to sell you a pizza. You uh... Did you used to do stand-up in Italy or not? No, no, I didn't. I, I used to be maybe the funny guy among friends, you know, when they, uh, I, I never thought I was the cool guy. So I thought, let's let them, let's make them laugh at least. So I, so they will enjoy my company. But I never yeah. thought this could be a job. And also I, I never realized that it's actually not saying easier, but uh, uh, accents are different. Uh, um, yeah. People from different countries are very welcome in the comedy world. Do you perform in Italy at all now? Now, yes, sometimes I, I started here in the UK, but now when I go back to Italy to visit some friends and stuff, I try also to, and I get to perform because um, recently also on a, in a TV show. So it's, a, and I think being in London helped me because uh, you look like a big deal when you uh, go back to Italy because here is where, you know, comedy, stand up comedy is, is, is born probably. So uh, between here and the USA, I mean, it's a, it's a, anglo-saxon thing for italian people right okay it's, but when you perform in italy do you do it in italian 
Oh yes, uh, okay. well, we are trying also maybe in the future to to get some English only uh, night. But the thing is, in in Italy, most of Italians uh, do not speak English very well. Right. So, um, and they're not very used to this kind of comedy. So uh, to make the night works, you really need to find the right place uh, and and probably only big city. I would say only Milan and maybe Rome can have the about uh, enough people to to fill a room. So you live in London now, but what do you miss most about Italy? Or do you not miss it at all? No, well, oh, what I miss, um, I would say, you know, when you go to the uh, supermarket, like Tesco, Sesbury, in Italy, there's a much wider variety of fresh ingredients, like vegetables, right. fruit, uh, uh, not processed food that you can just, not that expensive, so you can have a good meal. In in London, it's a bit of a struggle to find the cheap food that is not processed. Like um, right, okay, that you have a you have a long aisle of of a canned sauce of any type. But maybe if you want to to buy like fresh bread, it's not that. <laughs> it's more like a bakery is more for posh areas. I found out so the, the right. fresh uh, baked bread in Italy is quite common. In every is the easiest, cheapest thing you can you can find, and it's very common to see at nighttime those uh, bakery working. You know they 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 do they yeah, make yeah, bread yeah, at nighttime yeah. and then they sell it fresh in the morning. Here is just those kind of uh, same standard bread, right? And, and if you read the, the the ingredients, you need a BA in chemistry to find out what <laughs> they put into it. I knew you were going to go. You were, you were going to go on about food. What do you? Okay, so you're an Italian. What's your favorite food? Uh, coming from Bologna, I would say tortellini okay. and uh, mortadella, which is also Ooh. called Bologna. Some other places, yeah. It's a, salami but it's not a salami it's uh, it's nice i like mortadella yeah it's nice yeah. it's got those white little kind of blobs in the middle of them they're good yeah, yeah it's, it's all about fat to be fair yes yeah yes, it's, it's um, good what do you think of pineapple on pizza i'm not saying it's a crime because uh unfortunately it's still possible no i i, I would say it's rude to put pineapple on pizza they call it the hawaiian pizza right? yes they do yes yeah, I mean, Hawaii's are so many have so many beautiful things. They shouldn't start a business in pizza. So I grew up in Malta, right? So when I go back to Malta, people constantly ask me about Brexit. Uh, is it the same in Italy? Are people asking you about it all the time? They always ask me about Brexit as if I'm kind of an expert. Like uh, uh, even you take a taxi and oh, so tell me what about Brexit? I, I wish I I were in the in the control room and <laughs> I wish I could tell you I have no idea even if we were in the mind of Theresa May we would be as as clueless it, as, it, as we are it, it just it shows how far British politics have gone that an Italian guy is saying that he finds British politics confusing British uh, the Great Britain used, used to have very good politicians at least decent people yeah. you know but if you look at the parade of of, of of clowns that are now, uh, I mean, Boris Johnson, he, he is Italian, really. <laughs> if you scratch his passport, he must have, he must have been from it. He looks Italian. He looks like Berlusconi with a different funny hair, yeah. but uh, for it is so, so confusing and, and, and not working clearly that I, I, I don't know how to explain it better. Like, okay, this is like, Italy is like this every, every year. When I think about Italy, I think about a few different things. Like I think about, like the disorganized politics. It's, it's weird. There's a lot of um, Brexit could have been made in Italy. Also, is it true that all Italians are obsessed with football? Uh, not as much. Well, I come from 
Bologna, which is struggling in the very bottom of the table. So, um, yeah, I, I try to be emotionally detached from my own hometown team because it's, it's just painful to, to support them. I'm more of, I'm, I'm more a fan of MotoGP and uh, motors, just, just watching because I don't like dying. So I, I, I never rode a bike, but I like to, <laughs> to watch them on the, <laughs> on television have you ever ridden a vespa no yes i was a i was the passenger and uh, and also i got if you i never rode a, a few times a moped uh, not a, but wasn't a vespa and it's you know you, you go so close to the mirrors of other cars and the, and you feel every hole on the street so it's just you know, i don't know I'm, i don't feel very comfortable italians are they generally bad drivers would you say we, we're not but well we think that uh, uh rules are for losers let's say like as a speed yeah. limit but uh, then let's say the average italian thinks okay you say that i cannot go faster than 50 kilometers per hour on this road i will show you i can get up to 80 kilometers per hour <laughs> I, I'm not a pussy. and but this is not how it works this, like the the police once tried to discourage people from um go so fast so they put their speed cameras uh, on some highway and right. uh, you know mo- bikers motorbikers they you yeah. they were proud of the pictures they got so they put on their facebook page uh, pictures of themselves breaking the law at 200 kilometers and see how fast i am and then another wow. one felt compelled to emulate and say i'm even faster so that's not exactly how it should work so laws was a kind of more suggestions rather than laws. Would you say that's correct? Uh, let's say that, uh, and I'm, I know I'm generalizing, but the yeah, average of feeling of an Italian person is uh, we need uh, laws uh, for other people to be restrained, but laws shouldn't <laughs> apply to myself because I feel special. Right, right so like, okay. Well, you, all Italians are special. We all think we are special. Like, uh, like stopping in front of a zebra crossing. Uh, well, if you're a pedestrian, you really want them to stop. But if you're driving, and uh, why should I stop just because uh, a man who possibly cannot afford a car is just on my way right now? <laughs> Let him wait on the pavement until I pass by him, showing off my, my German car, because that's why I bought a German car in the first place. To of course, so of course. I'm just, you know, again, generalizing a lot, but it applies to... We always want ed- everyone else to, to respect the rules, but we're not really ready to do yeah. it when it comes to ourselves. Yeah. I grew up in Malta, right, which is very oh, kind yeah. of... Yeah, very similar to Italy, right? And uh, in Malta, everyone's a Catholic, uh, or they yeah. were a Catholic up till a few years ago. Is it the same in uh, in Italy? It's more a tradition. Yes, I think ninety percent of people are born uh, Catholic because uh, right. they have to be Christian. It's uh, but it also becomes a tradition. So, um, let's say you go to church until you get the confirmation, and then you stop going to church. Not me. I, I'm I'm Catholic. I still go to mass on Sunday, but uh, uh, it's just we are a minority. Although right. everyone claim to uh claims to be uh catholics somehow for the tradition uh like we have the um, you know the pope he gives uh two special blessings every week and you see them on the first channel of the italian tv sunday morning the mass uh, from the pope is the main event not necessarily the, the the event that most people watch but it's the first thing you see on the television if you go starting from the right. channel one thing so what does he say every we, week i uh, know because the homily is based on the, what they read on that oh right sunday. so it's like it's like the church thing it's okay yeah 
yes, it, it is the whole mass. It lasts, I think, two hours, and then he gives a special blessing, and that's uh, and that's it. Uh, and then maybe on another uh, private channel, you have another mass from another bishop in another church. So on a Sunday morning, you can choose among two different masses. It's um, yeah, it's that Catholic, but not necessarily. You know, like um, it's more, I'm afraid it's more a tradition rather than a real. Right thing, because, but people so, still get married in churches and stuff, yeah. Oh yes, yes, getting married in churches is better. It's, now things are slightly changing, and also now it's possible for a gay couple to go to the um, city hall to the and get a civil marriage kind okay. of marriage. But uh, most most of people they they it's, it feels like more um, if you, if you don't get married in church, it feels like a second division wedding right yeah yeah like a bologna style like a bologna football club of weddings yes uh, exactly right so i was really obviously enjoying this chat with uh with luca we spoke about brexit so i don't know at what point you're going to be listening to this podcast if you are listening to this podcast in the distant future um in the uk i hope the fishing sovereignty is working out for you. I don't know. So yeah, it's so the idea of the podcast for people who don't know, which is obviously everybody, is that I'm going to be talking to 80 different comedians from around the world and they're going to tell me all about their country or their city so that we can really get under the skin of these different places. It's a great idea, isn't it? Yes. And you can help out. You can be part of the creative process. Well, kind of. You can give me some money. Uh, which always really helps. You can give me enough money to buy myself a coffee. Thanks to Kofi.com. It's ko-fi.com forward slash around the world. And you can donate the price of a coffee. And I really like coffee. So uh, that's great. So I'll drink more coffee. I'll be able to create more content. Everyone's a winner. So uh, wonderful. Uh, Also, obviously, as the episodes pile up, I will be able to tell you about different things that are happening. There's a tour that's happening very soon which I'm sure you'll be very interested to learn more about. Plus, there's going to be some Edinburgh preview shows, but they're not for a while. Um, so there's no point in telling you about them now. Although I have no idea when you'll be listening to this, because that's how podcasts work. Anyway, I'll tell you about them in the next episodes. But for now, let's get back to Bologna and Italy and Italian cliches and Luca Capardi. What would you say is a cliche, either about Italy or about Bologna, that is not true? A cliche that's not true. Oh, uh, well, a cliche that's not true about yeah. Italy is that it's sunny. Because uh, I wish it, in the south, it's mostly sunny, but uh, we have some good uh, uh, foggy place. In, where I'm from, in Bologna and all the north of Italy, it it's, can be quite gloomy in, in, in the winter and foggy and... and uh, and uh, grey as well. It's not uh, it's not that that sunny every time. Okay. And uh, but uh, about Bologna, uh, well, it used to be a very communist city. It's not anymore. A communist uh, city, at all, I would say. Oh yes, it was the um, you know Italy had a very strong communist party during the Cold War. Okay. The, the strongest of the Western Europe, and Bologna was the, the capital in a way. Like uh, everyone was really co- like. I remember I have seen once an exhibition of. Um, the, the the workers of the factories in Bologna they used to create some special gift for um, Stalin okay, for wow. his birthday wow like a portrait of the great dictator to be sent 
over to Moscow. So that's how communists they were. Were the communists like in charge of the local council or the commune or something? Yes, they were. And they the thing is, it was very well admin. Uh, they were very good uh, mayor and, and uh, politicians because they wanted to prove that uh, the communist uh, project was winning. The, 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 the irony is that, of course, they weren't in a communist country. No. So... Uh, Every now and then, someone would win a trip to visit the real uh, Soviet Republic. <laughs> and when they came back, they were always kind of disappointed. Like, mm, okay, <laughs> oh, let's go and visit uh, Bucharest and then go to Moscow and let's see the um, grave of Lenin. And when they came back, they get in, um, they weren't so happy about uh, what they saw. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, because, you know, they were, so the, the communist thing in a Western country used to work because they enjoy the benefit of, of, of course, freedom yeah. and uh, um, um, kind of a more compassionate society that uh, tried to point out welfare states, like uh, helping everyone. That, that was nice. We had um, pharmacy, you know, like communal farm. Um, the, the local council used to have um, to own some uh, pharmacy, like boots to sell right, right, uh, yeah. um, medicine and drugs. That was something good, uh, general good feeling but it wasn't communism of course it was their idea their idea of communism right yeah which is that's a big surprise to me about 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 the communism like i thought you were going to say when we were talking about cliches i thought you were going to talk to me about the um the idea of italians being uh, italians always saying a to each other all the time do you guys say that well, we we are a bit more loud when we meet. Yes, we greet each yeah. other. We we it's, it's true that we hug each other, we kiss on the yeah. cheek every time. That's that's fine. True, it's we yeah, we unfortunately it is a bit we are loud. That's I would love to say that this is a cliche, but it still applies. But it's true. Of, it's okay. Is it true that Italians are generally mama's boys as well? Yes, we 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 are owned by our mothers. Uh, the, it's, it's true for the Italian boys more than Italian girls. Okay. So I remember my mom used to say. Kind of, uh, I'm paraphrasing now, but it's like uh, I made you, I own you. Kind of, uh, it's, uh, you know the relationship between Gollum and the ring. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's an Italian man. That's, an Italian that's incredible. I've got a few Italian friends who are very touchy feely, and uh, and they all tell yeah. me it's because, well, you know, we're, we're Mediterranean and we're great lovers. Would you say that that's true of most Italian people? Well, we like to think we are great lovers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, since once Madonna used to wear a t-shirt saying Italians do it better, we'd really like to think that Madonna clearly saw the light. We li- yeah, we like to believe it's true. And uh, and uh, I like to think for my uh, fiancé that she got the best lover on, on, on the planet. The best one of all, yeah. But at the same time, uh, there's another, and this is another kind of a cliche that unfortunately it's true. I think Mediterranean men uh, are quite afraid of uh, being vulnerable. Like, you know, this all macho thing. Yeah. So they're not very... Uh, a problem that we have in Italy is that when you read uh, the newspapers, there's so many crimes committed by men towards their uh, girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or wives. Like, oh, she wanted to leave uh, him and he killed her. So she, she had a point, I would say. I mean, if, if he killed her. And now, because I I got upset because I read on the newspaper and every time, almost every time, they say, oh, the, this man got suddenly uh, broken because of uh, the rejection. They killed the, the girlfriend, the wife. And then they say, they try to kill themselves. And I never really buy that this tried to kill themselves. You, you, you didn't try enough. You didn't try hard enough. Just a few final quick fire questions. What is the best thing about Italy? Uh, I would say uh, the same thing. Well, um, 
every city is different and beautiful in there so it's really a place worth visiting and discovering city by city uh, even the small towns okay there's always something beautiful what's the worst thing about italy uh, uh well it's a very disorganized country but unfortunately our crime is very well organized so i wish it could be the other way around. right okay now one to ten how friendly is bologna one being terrible everyone hates you 10 being the friendliest place in the world i would say nine eight, wow. eight to ten it's like the brighton of the uk oh, wow. it's a gay capital of, of okay yeah that's so i would say like eight, eight to ten okay well how expensive one to ten uh, seven to ten, maybe. Yes. Oh, okay. How likely is it that I'll get stabbed if I go for a walk in Bologna at night? One to ten. No, very unlikely. I would say one. You will be one really uh, rare, rare case. No, 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 no. Stabbing is not a, a thing. It's just it happens sometimes among in, in some kind of immigrants, a drug dealer, but they do by, among themselves. Okay. So it doesn't really. Be. Yes, if you go to a club and you really insult someone heavily. It, but it's, it's rare, really. If you walk on the street uh, and you're not, uh, you know, I think it would be okay. Okay. How racist is it? One to ten. Okay. Well, Bologna is not that racist, but um, let's say five out of ten. So, you know, when they, as long as you, if you, if they see you as a tourist, they would okay. welcome you. If they suspect you might be one of Who those wants their jobs. scientists stole that had never been stolen and never yeah that, that you know italy okay right <laughs> how likely is it that i am going to really hate the food one to ten? Oh no this is impossible that you i mean uh, well if you're vegan and you want to eat healthy without food without any fat yeah we, we, you want you will be starving in bologna okay but um, so, one of my favorite dish is is a like a cotoletta you know oh yeah wrapped in parma with melted cheese oh wow okay and is that quite can you get that from anywhere in in bologna well, from the traditional restaurant yes it's called the cotoletta bolognese it's quite uh well but you need a friend to share with because uh, it might kill you okay and how likely is it that if i go there and i say i'm friends with luca capani i'll get a free drink from a bar or something I'll give you the name of one restaurant where I have a friend of mine is the owner. I'll, I'll call him before and then you, I, I would, and I will pay my friend afterwards. Brilliant. And finally, <laughs> if you could come up with a slogan for your, either for Bologna or just for Italy, what would your slogan be, Luca? I would say Italy, come to Italy where everything is beautiful and crime is well organized. And crime is well organized. That's beautiful. Thank you very much. Luca Capardi, everyone. Thank you very much, Luca. If anyone wants to know what you're doing, where you're gigging, how can they follow you? Well, I would say Twitter is good. It's Luca Capardi. So just my name is uh, well, it's Luca Capardi. And uh, Instagram as well. And I have a facebook page so they, they're they're very welcome to to follow every one of those things so i look popular luca cabani that's amazing thank you very much that was luca that was brilliant i am um, i never knew that bologna had a communist history there you go and now we know well thank you for listening to this uh, if you did enjoy the podcast please subscribe and join the facebook page around the world in 80 comedians uh, yeah, and tell all your mates. And uh, yeah, let's make this a big deal. We've got loads of really great comedians coming on from really weird and wonderful places. Places like St. Petersburg and Melbourne and Portsmouth. Yeah. My name is Steve Healy. Look me up on, on Facebook and Twitter and social media. Follow me and uh, and tell everybody just how good and funny I am. That'll be great. And uh, I'll see you around. Bye. <laughs> 
Round the World in 80 Comedians is presented and produced by Steve Healy. Music used is Blue Scar and Bushwick Tarantella Loop by Kevin McLeod in Competech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Around the World in 80 Comedians is a Revolt production.